Welcome to the Branding Blueprint Podcast, where we give you the tools you need to build an unforgettable brand and walk through the chaos of building a business in real time as it happens here at Craftsman Creative. Today, I'm so excited to have actually my favorite person on the podcast, my wife, Kim. We're going to be talking about what does it look like to run a business together and still maintain that balance of having a healthy marriage, a healthy relationship, and a healthy family dynamic. I hope that it's really beneficial for all of you, so stay tuned. Hey, Kim, how's it going? Hi. (laughs) This is one of those like collision of two world moments that is, you know, interesting. Yeah, I'm I'm excited to be here. Super excited to have you, and I know that you have been instrumental just in terms of obviously starting Craftsman and also the development of this podcast and you're my my sounding board on a lot of things and I'm just um, excited for our audience to get a sense for you know how we've maintained some level of balance even though I know that it's been honestly like a struggle in some moments mm-hmm. and how we've maintained a healthy relationship in the midst of running this business together. So why don't you kind of tell everybody a little bit about you know what role do you play for craftsmen? How has that shifted over time? Walk us through a little bit of your journey and maybe even describe a little bit of your core responsibility of mom to our little, little one, Maddie. Yeah. So my background is in human resources. I've worked for multiple different companies ranging in all of the areas of HR from onboarding to benefits and recruiting, kind of doing a little bit of everything. So that's really my background. And I started at Craftsman about a year ago and was really doing a lot of those things here and working more hours during the week. And then my role has kind of slowly started to peel back a little bit as I've been focusing more on being able to also be a stay-at-home mom to our daughter, Maddie. A much more important job. So, well, every job is important, but I'm also just really thankful for that opportunity and the chance to be able to be at home with her a bit more. So, My role now is a bit more focused just in the areas where it's a top priority for us related to HR items. So really paring it down to what are the top, you know, three things that we really need to accomplish in that lane right now. For us right now, a lot of that is recruiting focus. So that's a big focus of what, you know, our big area that I'm working on right now is recruiting. Well, I think and that's you know, your role on paper, or I guess it's not even really on paper, but (laughs) your more like formalized, like broadcasted role Mm -hmm. in the company is our leader of all things HR. You're like our HR police. You know, I say that with all appreciation, (laughs) but you're also our head recruiter and all of those things. But I think probably even more importantly, I think you play a really important role in craftsmen behind the scenes, Mm -hmm. something that people don't see every day that you wouldn't ever necessarily put as a job description on paper or on your title on our website or whatever. And that is just, you know, really at the end of the day, once we've put our little one down and spent some time as a family, really, of course, like spending some time with each other, but also like acting as a sounding board for me as the leader of this company. And being a really great support system in that regard. And I respect your opinion so much just based off of, you know, what you've been able to, the the wisdom that you've been able to impart on me and therefore that I've been able to hopefully pass along to others. I think it's one of those roles that gets forgotten about Mm -hmm. with a lot of business owners, whether it be the, you know, the female spouse or the male spouse leading a company and like the spouse on the other end of that who either plays a different role at a different company or watches the kids at home, you know, those people just get forgotten about in the story of a, of a company. And I think it's really important for us to realize that you play a really important role beyond wow. just HR. 
Thanks. I appreciate that. (laughs) I wasn't saying it to impress you or anything, but I definitely feel that way genuinely. And I know today our goal is to talk about, you know, a few different topics as it relates to this idea of how in the world have we been able to maintain a successful personal relationship in the midst of a significant professional undertaking, Mm -hmm. probably the best way to say it. And so maybe we start with the first thing, which is kind of like the pros and the cons that we've found in, you know, working together on this on this entity. One of the things that stands out to me, and I'd love your take on this too, is I think we've been able to really relate with one another. You come from like a corporate background, as mm-hmm. do I, obviously. And I think that Craftsman's given us a really good opportunity to like understand our strengths really well. And be able to like talk about those really openly and talk about like the things that we're maybe weak in and areas that we want to grow in. I think we've gained like a lot of self-awareness and also awareness about our, you know, other half throughout this process. Yeah, I feel like I can relate to you a lot better. Like I think, you know, when you're working in a different role at a different company, it was really hard to understand when, when you came home and you were frustrated about something to know how to support you or what it was that, you know, what really was bothering you. And now I feel like I have you know, the the curtain has been peeled back and I see so much more of, you know, what it is that you're really going through so I can empathize and I can be the best support system for you because I have a really close, um, you know, inside look as to what you're going through on a day-to-day basis in the business. Yeah. So I think we can just relate to each other a lot better and I understand your world a lot more. So. Yeah. I, I also see how because you're, I think, I think your involvement in the company, mm-hmm. you know, you're not here every day, but you're here once, twice a week for, you know, a certain mm-hmm. duration of hours. And then also you, you work really hard, you know, after hours or during nap time too. Yeah. But one of the things that I've seen in terms of you being involved in the company that's been really beneficial is that you are able to really help to be flexible and to help me manage things that like you're, it, we're able to just be flexible for one another because we know what it looks like on the other side. Whereas I think a lot of spouses, even if you don't own a business or whatever, it can be really hard to know, you know, what does your partner's world look like 40 hours a week and how can, it's really hard to relate to that sometimes, or at least mm-hmm. that I felt that early on in our careers. I was like, you know, Kim is has this role at this company. I literally have no clue what that means. I went to a holiday party once. <laughs> yeah. And I, but I think in this context, it's been really fulfilling for me to be able to have you say like, hey, like I see what you're going through, mm-hmm. whether that be positive or negative, like you could celebrate with me in a different way than you could if you weren't involved. And you can also like empathize and like console in certain instances me whenever certain things happen that may be difficult because you're a part of the business. Would you agree with that? Yeah. And I feel like I'm. it's easier for me to just, it's easier for me to accommodate you better now because I understand like when you have to work late and I might need to cover more, you know, hold down the fort at home. It's easier for me to say yes really fast to that because I have an understanding of what you're going through. Mm-hmm. Whereas, you know, previously I would have been like, you know, what the heck? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Why are you coming home late? But now I, I get it because I see it and I yeah. know what you're going through. Yeah. I I think that, you know, it's not uh, obviously like not all the benefits are in this direction either. Like I feel like I'm able to like watching you be a mom has been really fulfilling for me. And like I'm really grateful that Craftsman is the mechanism by which we're able to allow you to do that. Like mm-hmm. it's not lost on me how much of like a 
benefit that is and also just like something that we've been blessed with is that you get to spend most of your days with our daughter Mm -hmm. and it's also given me time and space like separated from home to realize and I think it took a little while you know like parenting in the early years is like is hard (laughs) it's really hard and I think that being so integrated with craftsmen was like pretty difficult for me on the front end in terms of like relating to you but over time it's actually presented me an opportunity to really respect and appreciate you know what you do on a daily basis in and also just like point to the fact that you're handling things at home really successfully and how that how and and connecting the dots in terms of how important that is in terms of the success of craftsmen too it took a little while but i definitely feel like us being in it together on the craftsman side of things has actually allowed for us to be in it together on the home side of things mm-hmm. too. So, yeah. but I also know that not everything's pros. So what are some of the cons that, you know, or the difficulties that come whenever you have to start a business with your spouse? Yeah. I mean, I think initially we were still trying to figure out each other's lanes and there was a little bit of that natural, like I'm stepping on your toes, like, you know, oops, I didn't realize that you were owning that and that's not my job. And, you know, I had to just, learn and be agile and kind of have an understanding of like these are the things that Sean's going to be responsible for and this is what he's owning and these are the things that I'm responsible for and you know the best way that we can work together is by trying to you know stick to the things that we know we're best at and not you know try to step on each other's toes too much or Mm. you know. Yeah I think you know whenever I, I just respect you as a professional so much and I know that Part of that is that you have a lot of opinions, (laughs) which is a really good thing because it's super beneficial for me to be able to like have a partner who also like represents like a really meaningful perspective that I know is founded in like a lot of research and like a lot of experience. But also it can cause, you know, some of that stepping on toes that you were talking about. I would probably add to that that I think that we're still working through, you know, we're early, Mm -hmm. early ish on in this journey. And I feel like we are constantly in in seasons. I don't think all the time, but in seasons talking a lot about work. Mm-hmm. You know, whenever you and also our personality profiles don't necessarily help us in this regard. Yeah. You're an Enneagram one and I'm an Enneagram three. And because, because both of those profiles are pretty directly connected to achievement in a lot of ways, I think we're just naturally tempted and also the business itself just forces us into it a lot of times that we talk about work a lot we take work home a lot and and so i can see that you know becoming a detriment to us in that sometimes it's almost like our identity potentially gets lost in like the cloud of the business every once in a while but i know that you and i have been intentionally pursuing separation and and talking about you know how can we create space you know to where we actually are talking about things other than work like honestly whenever we would go out on like a date or something Mm -hmm. uh, we would find ourselves like sitting down ordering an appetizer and starting to talk about work Mm -hmm. yeah it's like worker madeline so (laughs) worker yeah that's worker worker the kiddo and i i know that you and i have like really recently been intentionally like saying what else what else could we talk about what else about us individually how Mm -hmm. could we pursue growth in our relationship and also pursue creativity in our home relationship the same way that we do at Craftsman. And I know I mentioned that on a previous podcast because it really has, you know, helped helped me to and helped you, I think, look at how do we treat each other outside of work, not related to the topics that, 
you know, are happening every day at Craftsman. What are some things that, you know, you've run into if, if there is somebody out there who's thinking about starting a business with their spouse or is thinking about getting involved, you know, in a professional matter with their significant other or just with a really close friend, you know, talk to me about some lessons you've learned and what tips mm -hmm. you would give. I would say that communication is everything. It's the most important thing. And it's really important to communicate expectations on the front end of things. I think especially if you're doing it with your partner, understanding like their love language too and how you can work best with them and appreciate them and show that appreciation in a way that it's going to be well received. So, you know, for us, it's like being aware of those things and because we have very different ones, keeping that top of mind for each other. A practical tip would be to have a shared calendar. Hmm. Yeah, that I actually mean, has been a game changer for it's us. It really was a game changer when we, once we figured out that we needed to have each other, access to each other's calendar, it's really easy because, you know, with work, we have, you know, that access pretty easily. But even with personal calendars, I think that that made a huge difference, being able to just check and see, you know, what's going on. And that helps with just understanding like when, you know, you're going to be home from work or what, when you're traveling. So I can be prepared and know ahead of time going into a work week, you know, what that looks like when we're going to see each other, mm. when we can be intentional about having quality time together during the week. Mm. I think also we are, we've found this balance of being really honest with each other about what, what we need mm -hmm. and then like integrating that into something as practical and as granular as like a calendar. And what I mean by that is like, you've come to me and you've said, Hey, like I have this really great community of women that I would really love to intentionally create some space for me to hang out with them because it would be really life-giving for me. Mm -hmm. And that's going to cause, that's going to mean that you're going to have to come home early and help me clean the house and watch Maddie and put her to bed, you know, while I'm hosting a lot of people at our home and telling me that that matters to you and, you know, inspires me and also like motivates me to, you know, step up to the plate on the home front and really do that well for you. And then I feel then welcome to do that right back to you and tell you I would like to go play a round of golf, yeah. <laughs> which I need to talk to you about, by the way, but <laughs> just kidding. Father's Day is coming up. Yeah, that's right. That's right. And we just passed Mother's Day, so I'm in your good graces. So I think that being honest, like just saying, what do you, we just talked about this with Charlie on the podcast a mm -hmm. few episodes ago about like self-care and saying, you know, it's like a, a term that people toss around a lot. And honestly, I feel almost like silly saying it out loud, which is pretty shameful. But I really think that we've learned how to tell each other, this is what I need and I really need your support. And because we both support each other, it's not perfect, but we definitely have gotten better in that regard. Another thing that I would add is really communicating at the beginning of each week what the expectations are for the week of when we're going to see each other, what time, you know, each of us is going to be home, what extra activities we might have going on at that, you know, the, throughout that week. Having, you know, just knowing at the beginning of the week what that looks like helps us be able to plan and manage our expectations and not be disappointed or, you know, be discouraged if it doesn't go the way that we think it's going to go. Does anybody else think that Kim is type A or is it just me? <laughs> <laughs> it's probably pretty obvious. Yeah, I think so. One thing that I've really enjoyed recently, and I know now we're just kind of like bantering back and forth, but I think there have been a lot of lessons learned that I would love to share we and this is going to sound so silly, but we've had our these dance parties with our daughter recently from like I get home around mm, 545 or six o'clock or whatever. And the first thing she wants to do is talk with me on the couch. And then us as a family will go into the kitchen, like honestly, like three, four nights a week at this point and yeah. have a little mini dance party in the kitchen before bedtime. And well, 
just as a parenting tip, it's excellent to get rid of some of those, you know, bedtime jitters and also she'll love you for it and then go to bed, hopefully without any trouble. I mean, that works like maybe 20% of the time, but we've really enjoyed that. And it's like a highlight for me. It's so so fun. And Mm -hmm. she says, dance, dance. And we get to dance in the kitchen together. And it's like a win for all of us. It's like a way for us to just let the stress out from the day and Mm -hmm. just be present where we're at and have that quality time together as a family. The only problem is that she only wants this one song from Mickey Mouse that is just, I wake up thinking about it. It's really, it's it's becoming a problem. (laughs) Um, It also on my Spotify the other day, side note, it popped up as my most listened song so far this year. Oh yeah, my Spotify like year in recap is going to be all like toddler music. Yeah, <laughs> it's going to be like you know Mickey Mouse and Row Row Your Boat. If anybody wants Mary to know Hello the lyrics to Minnie's Boutique, I got you covered. <laughs> a couple other things that I just wrote down. I think that we've done a lot of work on like learning each other's love languages, which I know you already mm-hmm. mentioned, but like showing appreciation in the ways that you really need to, you know, see it. And yours happen to be quality time mm-hmm. uh, and also acts of service. I promise I didn't have to think that hard. I just had a tongue tie. <laughs> <laughs> and I've really tried to, I'm a, I'm a words of affirmation person. And so like my natural reaction is to come to you and be like, you know, I appreciate you so much and you're doing such a great job as a mom. And you like, look at me and you're just like, thank you. What else? <laughs> like the dishwasher's waiting. <laughs> it hasn't been unloaded yet. <laughs> yeah. That's great. That's a passive aggressive comment for later, I can tell. (laughs) But I think that that's been really helpful for us. Also, I think having this idea of I feel statements, really talking about our feelings Mm -hmm. in ways that are very tangible so that we can really understand where each other are at. I think that's been great, too. Yeah, that just helps in communicating so that you're saying, you know, how you feel and not attacking the other person and putting something else on them. Mm hmm. I guess the last thing I would add just before we hop into to kind of wrap this up is the this idea of the blessing zone that we've been really trying to integrate, honestly, since probably since the beginning we, yeah, of our marriage. Our, even before our marriage. Yeah, I think so. And it's actually a concept that my dad taught me growing up. Shout um, out, Craig. Shout out, Craig. <laughs> He's like one of our number one listeners. So thanks for that, dad. Blessing zone. This concept is essentially that each of us have 100% to give to in each of our relationships. And we also have 100% that we could potentially take as well. And Kim, you and I have really, really tried to intentionally pursue one another at 100% such that we're giving of ourselves for the sake of the other person. And if both of us are doing that, we're not perfect, so not necessarily at 100%. But if both of us are doing it at 80%, there's actually a huge middle section that's created of overlap because we're both pursuing one another. And that that section of overlap, the bigger that you can get that section of overlap, the bigger of a blessing zone you've created. Mm. I don't know if you have anything you'd like to add to that, but it's been really, it's a good visual for somebody who's visual to kind of see like in your marriage or in your relationships with others, what should you be doing? And also what should you expect of them to do as well? You know? Yeah. And I think it's good, just like a common language to have too. So if we're talking about, you know, something that comes up and you know, I can mention the blessing zone, you know exactly what I'm talking about. And, you know, I don't have to go into a ton of detail to explain what that means. We just have a shared understanding of, hey, that, you know, that means that, you know, you might have to give a little bit or you're going too much this direction and I'm not giving enough or, you know, that we need to be on the same page and have more of that overlap and and have that little blessing zone available to us. Mm -hmm. Well, Kim, I'm really lucky to have you as a partner in this endeavor and also in life. And 
I know that our team feels really blessed to have you as a part of this group as well. It's hard for me to go a week without somebody just, you know, mentioning to me how meaningful your presence is, not just at Craftsman, but also in our personal life. So I know you're uncomfortable with this because you're not a words of aft person, but I'll unload the dishwasher when we get home. Do you want to wrap us up with maybe the three thoughts that we talked about in terms of some next steps? Yeah. So I think the first one is be present. And really what that looks like is just being where you're at, being able to be respectful of each other, being in the lanes that you've identified, whether that's, you know, both of you being in the business or, you know, someone being at home and one person being in the business, just being respectful of each other in those places and trying to be present where you're at to not be distracted, to be focused on what you're doing, where you're doing it. I think the second thing would be to be selfless, to allow each other to, you know, be quick to say yes when opportunities come up where, you know, the other person needs to get their bucket filled in ways that make sense for them, whether it's hanging out with friends or, you know, going to work out or, you know, being able to just allow that person that time and, you know, be quick to let them do that. And then the last is to be forgiving. Running a business is really hard, especially starting one from the very beginning. It can be really challenging and no one's perfect. Everyone's going to make mistakes along the way. So it's really important to just be quick to forgive each other, to give each other grace along the way and not to hold any grudges or to hold anything against someone. I think maybe just as like an extra bonus point that I would probably put out there is like how important our faith has been in our relationship Mm -hmm. and our business journey. I would encourage just people to consider like the power of prayer and like how that relates to your relationship with Mm -hmm. your spouse, your relationship with your team, your relationship with yourself, and really pursuing that intentionally too, just as a little extra bonus point. I usually like to say things in threes, but we'll go with four this time. Be prayerful. And yeah, this has been a really great conversation and I'm excited for the potential impact that it has on others. If any of you would like to, you know, connect with myself or Kim, she's probably better and more qualified. I would highly recommend for you guys to just follow each of us on LinkedIn and reach out personally. We'll definitely respond to you. And our goal is for us to be able to take the lessons that we've learned and allow for other people to learn from those things too. We do not have all the answers. We're still figuring it out. We're still working through the pros and the cons and the tips and everything that we talked about today. But at the end of the day, really what matters is that you prioritize communication and stop thinking about yourself and really think about your significant other. Yeah. And if you're ever interested in joining our team, you can reach out to me on LinkedIn as well. Of course. I would love to chat with you over the phone. In true recruiter fashion. I think that about sums it up, folks. We'll talk to you soon.